British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, PI, Nova Scotia, then we end in Newfoundland. But first, Manitoba. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Leah Cycling Solo Podcast. Yay! Holy! Five episodes. Cool. It is cool, huh? Yeah. We are rolling. How do you like uh, being the star of a podcast so far? Uh, yeah. I'm the star of my life, man, so this is nothing new. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, second to you. Oh, well, that's nice. I am the star of your life. Mm. You are the star mm. of mine. Right, and uh, so far I have not made a cameo in this latest uh, movie of yours. <laughs> Okay. No, you have in the beginnings, right? Sure. Anyways, sure. Where it all began. So, um, Manitoba. Manitoba, dude. Dude. Dude, got across the border yesterday evening. Um, I was supposed to cross it today, but tailwinds were really good. Um, I should actually backtrack and say tailwinds across Saskatchewan were pretty amazing for the most part. Uh, I just flew across that province, and so um, yesterday it just kind of felt like, well, I'm so close. I think I finished my my uh, predetermined route at 4:30. I was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna keep on going. So I did, and uh, yeah, I reached Manitoba yesterday. Saskatchewan wanna go to Manitoba? <laughs> How long have you been wanting to say that? For about 15 seconds. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so when you were, when you were, you said you were catching some great tailwinds in Saskatchewan, right? That's why you flew. Yeah. So are is that technically the prairies? When you, when you hit Saskatchewan, is that when the prairie part of your trip began? Uh, you know, I think technically, and please, if anybody wants to correct me if I'm wrong, by all means, please do. And you can email us at leahcyclingsolopodcast at gmail.com. Wow. That's There's a, an email address? That's a thing now. Wow. Yeah, so please feel oh. free to correct us, uh, you know, correct any grammar or mispronunciations, anything like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was that? Podcast at gmail.com? Yes. Leah Cycling Solo Podcast at gmail.com. All one word. All one word. Cool. Thank one, you. One big beautiful cool. word. Yes. Um, so right. you're not sure, but we think it's the prairie portion is when Saskatchewan uh, uh, begins. I was saying, oh, sorry. I was saying, <laughs> sorry, that I think actually. The prairies might actually start in Alberta a little bit, towards the, the east side of Alberta. The west side of Alberta is still very much in the Rockies, mm. but everything starts to flatten out. It's not flat, but it's much flatter uh, and prairie-like, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Saskatchewan is, of course, absolutely the prairies. Uh, Manitoba is the prairies continued. Okay. Uh, and, and yeah, but Ontario is not. And what is the yeah. what has the scenery been like in Manitoba? Have you seen a difference between Sask- uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba, or is yeah. it kind of blending into each other? A little bit. 
so Saskatchewan started off by being, you know, still a little bit hilly, like not mountainous by any stretch, uh, but hilly and uh, rolling hills, gentle hills until, I don't know, last week. And then it got like flat. Mm. It was awesome. It was so funny. <laughs> and I'm going, oh my God, it's actually flat. Um, today I saw the first couple of hills that I have in a while. Um, and, uh, otherwise it's been mostly flat. The, the scenery has changed in the sense that the trees are starting to change a little. There's a little bit of change of scenery, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. But I'm also looking for it, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's all you're doing is just taking in the scenery, right? Like there's not much else yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of taking in the scenery uh you saw something in saskatchewan between <clears throat> moose jaw and <gasps> regina yes would you uh, like to share that story with us basically i was still riding with my buddy sasha at the time i don't think we've talked about sasha yet but just in case give us a quick rundown on your buddy sasha to make it quick, I basically had taken a detour off of the Trans Canada to go into a town, and when I came back out of the town, I saw the cyclist whizzing by. I was like, holy crap, that's a cyclist, and I jumped on my bike, and I took off after him, but he's much faster than I, and uh, the only reason why I was able to catch him was because he stopped to eat a banana. So <laughs> that is how I met Sasha. I just rolled up. I was like, hi. <laughs> It was really funny. Uh, and he just, uh, hello. He's German. That was my German accent. It's pretty good. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, so we just started riding together, and that continued for six days. He was really fun to ride with. Great guy. Yeah, so Sasha and I were riding. We were in Alberta still, Moose Jaw. Uh, or just outside of Moose Jaw, east of Moose Jaw. And uh, he yells out, Moose! And you said, Jaw! No! Oh. I was like, ah! <laughs> and so I um, I put on the brakes and grabbed the camera. And sure enough, there was a female moose uh, in a farmer's field behind some trees. And then this truck kind of came around and like drove to it scaring it away and I was like why are you scaring away the moose there was a side road so we went onto the side road to get a better look and then it turns out there were two meese mooses uh both female um and they sort of slowly started to trot away if you will mm. but it was really really cool finally I got to see some moose so now I've seen a bear I've seen some coyotes I've seen a beaver I've seen two moose. I saw a fox the other day. Oh, fox. Uh, countless prairie dogs. Mm. Uh, I saw a groundhog or two today. You've um, seen goats? Several deer. What's that? You've seen goats, mountain goats. Yeah, I've seen plenty of mountain goats. So, yeah. You've seen a bald, cool. a bald eagle or two? I've seen several bald eagles, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You know, but the moose was a big thing. It was a big thing that's for a, sure. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> so, 
uh, you mentioned that you took your camera out. So at the beginning of this ride, you didn't think it would be challenging enough to just ride across Canada. You decided you wanted to add to the, the difficulty and shoot your ride and uh, document it. Yeah. Uh, to eventually become a documentary. Yeah. How's that going? We haven't really, I haven't really heard you talk about actually yeah. shooting it. How is that all going? You know, that's a very good question. I don't really know how it's going because I'm just kind of shooting on the fly. And um, I'm trying to think of, you know, ways that it might all fit together. But as of right now, it's just kind of happening. And I think the story will be more creative at home once I know, once I have everything and look at how it all kind of comes together. Uh, The biggest thing about it is that at, um, as you know, I worked very hard to get my hands on a drone mm-hmm. to take with me and get the most gorgeous shots, um, aerial shots of me riding across Canada. Yep. And unfortunately, I, I still have the drone. I've been schlepping it for the last month. Um, it, it blew into some trees. The wind just took it. The second time I used it, uh, I was just about ready to send it up. I was in Banff, and Parks Canada came and said, I'm sorry, you can't use that here. Like, crap. And now every time I want to use it, it's just so windy. And I'm nervous about it going into a farmer's field or into a pond or into some cows or worse and most likely into a truck because I can't quite control how it flies, I can only just give a command. So, long story short, I'm going to send it home. I'm oh. really bummed about it, but it's a lot of weight, and I'm not using it, because I... One thing that I'm noticing more than anything, I'm, I'm more and more I'm getting into the cyclist mentality of drop the extra weight, and you don't really have time for the extraneous. Like, if you're going to go and, like, explore something, you're going to go explore something. If you're going to ride, you're going to ride. But to stop, and literally that drone sent me back two hours both times. Mm. It's just kind of like, I don't really have time for this. I'm still shooting, all you know, not constantly. I don't have time for that either. But I am shooting a lot. And, uh, and I just hope that that's going to be enough. That's really all I can really do. And speaking of shooting, you're getting some incredible photos. Um, if anyone is following Leah on Instagram, at least I can solo, are all those photos that we see on Instagram, are those just from your iPhone? It, they are, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should send some, honestly, You your, some of your photos could be in those, like, you know how iPhone has those big, or Apple has those big, like, <laughs> billboards that say, shot on iPhone. Like you're getting, yeah, you're getting some really incredible stuff. Thank you. I, I feel like part of it is honestly the filters from Instagram are mm. just so cool. Mm. I feel like that might help things a little. Sure. But I don't, anyway, we'll keep it up. It's maybe um, when the tri- say that again. Yeah, thank you. I said maybe when the trip is done, we can go over some stuff. Oh sure. Or no, we'll have lot. We'll have lots of things to go over when you get home. <laughs> yes, like Bill. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole pile of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 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 Um, so, uh, the first episode that we recorded together is actually now, as of the recording of this podcast, has just been um, 
available for people to listen to for the first time. Yeah, very exciting. Which mm-hmm. is exciting. Um, and so I've re-listened, I'm sure you have too, to that first episode, which was, it seems like, forever ago. It really does, eh? And, you know, that first episode, it was your fourth day, and you had, you hadn't done the Duffy yet. And, yeah. you, and you were so freaked out about the Duffy because you'd heard all these stories, your brother, you said your brother had, had scared the crap out of you talking about the Duffy, which yeah. is like this epic hill or epic climb in, B- yeah. in BC. So can you kind of think, like reflect on that and maybe, like, do you still feel the same way? You said like the Duffy's probably going to be one of your hardest days and, you know, it's if you could do that, you could do the whole ride. Like when you listen to that again, did that... Did it still ring true? What What were you feeling when you heard yourself talk about this, this, uh, this, the Duffy? Yeah, no, that was totally true. It was totally true. Um, don't get me wrong. I've had other hard days, definitely. Um, but it really helped that my parents were there and they ended up being my support vehicle and carried my gear. I probably... I'd like to think I, I, I would have been able to get through it anyway, but it would have been just so much longer than it already was. And it was long. I was in mile 18. I was just spent. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was by far the hardest day. Really? But, but yeah, but there were other hard days too, not to discount the other hard days, but that, so far, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that I cried? I don't know that I knew that you cried. When I got to the campground, my parents were not too far behind me in the car. And I had to go pro running, and I was like, oh, my God, I've reached the campground. And I just started crying. And I wasn't sure if it was because i was so tired i think that was a big part of it also another part of it was that my parents i'd had a really good day with my parents and now they were going to drop me off and up until then you know keeping in mind my brother picked me up from the airport my brother took me to tofino i rode from tofino to my brother's house you know i kept going and then came back was with my brother, was with my parents. This was like a really big safety net. Mm -hmm. And now they were dropping me off and I wasn't going to have that safety net anymore. Um, The next bunch of friends I had were going to be in Calgary. Mm -hmm. I stayed with somebody in Banff. And as it turned out, my cousin surprised me in Golden. But this was really like kind of like letting go of the safety net. So it was just like a lot of emotions. I was so tired. I was just so glad it was done. I was so tired. Yeah, so I was a little emotional that night. Uh, and then, of course, my parents like pulled up behind me, and I'm like, oh, hey, look, guys, we're here. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of, of times I've cried. That was one. Uh, I wouldn't say cried. The other time, um, I got a little choked up at Roger's Pass because that was a big moment. Right. And then I got choked up again at the Alberta border. Right. Like it was your getting... fir- it was, yeah, that was crossing into your first, that was the first uh, province border crossing, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it took so much to get out of BC, man. Like, that was, that province was rough. 
Ontario is going to be rough too. Nova Scotia is going to be rough too. Hmm. Um, but BC was tough. And so it was just like, it was an emotional experience finishing. So what is, in another podcast, you said, you know, the, that's how you operate is you always pick like that next big thing to focus on and to be dreading almost. So what is, what is on, what is weighing heavily on your mind right now? Ontario. Okay. Yeah, just getting through Ontario. It's such a big province. It's going to take me a few weeks to cross it. Okay. And <clears throat> I want to make good time so I can meet you in Ottawa. So, you know, and I'm going to be riding with my parents. I don't know how that's going to go. I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's going to be, especially like keeping in mind for the last, like, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks. I've been on flat terrain, pretty much, with a tailwind. A couple of days ago, leaving Regina, it was 40 kilometers an hour uh, tailwind, which is, I don't know, 20-something miles an hour. Pretty sweet. It was ridiculous. I I was averaging 20 miles an hour easy, easy. Uh, just, I was, I soared. I think I told you that night I did like, did I do an 80 miler that day? That sounds right. I think you said you'd done, you were going to do 60 and then you're like, nope, still going. It was just like an easy chill 80 miles. And like, when do you ever say that? It was crazy. It was crazy. Awesome. (laughs) So your your parents are meeting you in Ontario. I'm meeting you in Ottawa. You have a couple other friends who might be joining you along the way. Yeah. Is that added stress? Do you kind of are you kind of, you know, I won't I won't be offended. Are you kind of bummed that you have to kind of deal with other people's schedules to to kind of fit into your trip? Um no, no, no. I don't think so. Uh, ask me again in a few months. <laughs> um. I um, I am looking forward to riding alone a little bit more because yeah. after Sasha and I parted ways in Regina, then I found another riding partner, and he and I have ridden together the last day and a half, and we'll probably most likely end up riding to Winnipeg together, mm. and that's totally cool. But sometimes you just need some time alone, um, and so I'll enjoy this, you know, while it's going on, and then I'm going to enjoy some solitude. Although, oh no no no, riding to Thunder Bay I'm going to be by myself and that's going to be a while so you th- I mean yeah. as far as you know you're going to be by yourself but you could run into another Sasha right. or another right. Nigel right Nigel that's right yeah. yes yeah you never know we'll see hey listen you know what and if you get to the end of the trip and you don't feel like you've you've had enough time on your own you just turn around and go back the other way yeah sure <laughs> If only, if only a podcast could um, portray the smirk on your face right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to figure out where to go next. Hey, before I forget, I just <laughs> Let's just get through to, uh, this trip first, Leo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to do a shout-out to, to Val also um, in, uh, in Saskatchewan because she drove all the way down to Regina. She drove almost three hours to come see me for an afternoon. And it was so awesome to see an old friend. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. Cool. Yeah, that was awesome. 
She is. She's wonderful. I have to say, all your friends are pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, um, I'm going to let you go. All right. Have you had dinner? to bed. Have you had dinner yet? I'm going to skip dinner. Oh, my uh, God. We are not the same person. Well, only because, um, <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about it last night. Uh, only because I didn't sleep very much last night. Oh. And, um, and I'm really tired, and we ended up eating lunch super late. Got it. Okay. Um, so, I was yeah. gonna I was going to ask you what you're going to have for dinner, but it's turned out oh. to be a dumb question to ask because you're not having no. dinner, so. I'll tell you really quickly, last night, we camped out at the visitor center uh, just over the Manitoba border. There's a, a space in the in the back that just kind of was conducive to... Um, wild camping. They also have um, bathrooms open there, twenty four seven. And there's also a spot where uh, truckers will come and park there for the night. So it's like, well, if they allow trucks to do that, I'm sure they'll be okay with us just, you know, sleeping on the grass and then taking off in the morning. Right. Well, uh, I went to bed quite late. When I went to my tent, a truck had parked just, you know, like 20 meters from my tent mm-hmm. and never shut off. It ran mm-hmm. all night. Wow. I had my earplugs, didn't matter at all. What ended up working was I, I downloaded some white noise on my phone. Mm-hmm. stuck in my earbuds. But plus, I didn't realize there was a time change. So I think I got like four hours of sleep. It was brutal. It was brutal. That is brutal. And you couldn't move your tent. It was too late to do that. It was... Yeah. That sucks. I would have been tired, but I was just so tired. All right. Well, anyway. Then, well, then get to bed. All right. I'm going to do that. Thanks for uh, sharing your uh, your journey with us. Of course. And as always, Leah, ride safe and just keep spinning. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Leah. All right, honey, I love you. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. To learn more about Leah and her journey, you can go to leahcyclingsolo.com, which also happens to be her Instagram handle, Leah Cycling Solo. And you can send us an email at leahcyclingsolopodcast at gmail.com. If you send us an email, and it doesn't suck, there's a good chance I'm going to read it during one of our podcasts. And if that happens, I'm going to send you a free sticker. That's right. Free sticker. A Leah Cycling Solo sticker. And really, this is all just an excuse for me to say Leah Cycling Solo as many times as possible during a five-minute period. How am I doing so far? So send us an email. Come on. Who doesn't like free stickers? I love free stickers. Do you like free stickers? Thanks for listening.